welcome to The Way of Godly Men, where our aim is to help men think deeply about masculinity, life, and culture from a Christian perspective. Welcome to The Way of Godly Men with your host, Alex the Rebel, and as always, we have Pastor Joe. Hi, Alex. How you doing? I'm doing well. Awesome. And today, we have great news. We have a a good friend of mine, Peter, he's going to be joining us from time to time. He's going to be basically my sound man engineer and have all the cool mics. So hopefully you guys can tell the difference of the quality here. Peter, yeah. say hi. Hello, how's it going? Yeah, just here for, I'll, I'll speak in and out. <laughs> and uh, if I have something to share, yeah, but I'm mostly here for the audio. Gotcha. <laughs> so um, as always, um, we are happy that you guys are here listening to us. And again, we're excited to be here and record yet another episode. So today we're going to be talking, um, get to know a little bit more about Pastor Joe and his marriage Ooh. with Sonia. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, we, we I know Sonia, great woman of God. And, you know, you have to be a great woman of God to be married to Pastor Joe with that patience and love and kindness and tenderness. She's amazing, Pastor, isn't she? She's fantastic. Yes, I, I totally agree. So we're going to get to know a little bit more about your story with her because we covered your your testimony, right? Your spiritual journey. And we, we've talked a lot about your theological shifts and all the main important things that, that have to do with your spiritual life. But we wanted to also get to do some of these things because it's so important to talk about, especially as husbands and men. We want to talk about things that are important. And so marriage is on the docket today. We're going to talk about the topic of marriage. So we're going to first get introduced to Pastor Joel and Sonia's story. And we'll get from there. So Pastor Joel, when, before, before how long you've been married? First, um, when and where did you meet Sonia? I'm sure when you met her, you went right to her, asked for her phone number, and you guys sat down and talked over coffee for like three hours. I'm guessing that was, that's the story, right? <laughs> I know you're joking. And I don't know if people know you're joking. <laughs> I never walked up to a girl in my life and asked for a phone number. Amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Uh, we met, I think it was probably late January or early February 1986, we were both students at Christ for the Nations Institute in Dallas, Texas. And you always had to be participating at all times in one of the ministries through the school. And I was signed up for jail in prison ministry. Mm. And evidently so was Sonia Duke. Amazing. Yes. And so we met on the uh, van ride to the juvenile delinquent hall where we would, someone would preach and we would minister to them. And so that's the first time I remember meeting her. Uh, and I do remember, she says, boy, you have very pretty eyes. Oh, look and at I, that. Baby and I blue thought, eyes. oh my gosh, what the heck is this? She, Wait, she told you me? that? She did. It's amazing. And <laughs> actually, it, it's funny. It kind of turned me off. Like, that's kind of forward. So. <laughs> a little too forward, right? <laughs> anyway, so that's, that, that's how we met and where we met. And we... We ended up, like I mentioned in numbers of podcasts ago, 
that we ended up over the next couple of years being in the same kind of group of some guys and gals about maybe 10, 12 mm-hmm. or so, like in a, a friendship group. Like her, her roommates were very good friends of mine too, uh, particularly uh, Denise and Chris, et cetera. So. That's awesome. So, so okay, so you meet her. What was the transition um, when you were like, okay, this is going from friendship to, oh, oh I actually I actually like her. Or, or, like, how, what was that process like? I know it was a very short process, yet again, <laughs> joking. But how did that, how did he transfer from, oh, she's my friend, to, like, what was it? Okay. So... She, she was 18 okay. when we first met. I was, um, let me see, uh, 20, uh, 24. I, I, I was 24. Okay. She, w- she was 18. And it, the good thing, we became friends. And uh, like I had a, a, a number of friends, I, uh, you know, two handfuls of, of friends where you get to know each other, et cetera, guys and gals. And we, we used to have just, you know, nice talks about life, whether we're in a group or sometimes just hanging out you know, after class or something on the campus. But so we we're good friends and it was great. We got to know each other and have good conversations, et cetera. But somewhere along the line, it's, I've, it started to kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm getting these really weird, you know, <laughs> that kind yeah, of feeling. Yeah, butterflies. Oh no. But I was also very self-critical thinking, Joe, you're not ready to fall in love. Because mm. the stuff that I already went through previous to that from, from I've told my story. You've asked me mm-hmm. those questions, but but I knew that I'm still trying to grow up, man. I, I grew up in the last you know year, year and a half, from a 13 year old to about a 15 year old. Okay, and all of a sudden, this this person who's very pretty, but we had a friendship. I'm starting to get all these, for lack of a better term, right? This falling in love. And it was like messing with me, and it made the relationship more uncomfortable, especially mm. when I started to feel that she's probably feeling the same thing. And then it kind of hurt the friend. But I wouldn't. I wasn't going to bring it up. I wasn't going to say anything. So that that went on for that went on for many, many, many months. Mm. And it became obvious that it it's like it wasn't the same friendship. And right. I just it wasn't, changed. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't gonna bring bring it up because I, I i i was never since i became a christian never about just dating mm. to date didn't it, that never made any sense to me mm. yeah as a christian right i mean human sexuality and whether you actually have sex or not it's not the point if you're dating we're talking about sexual beings as human beings made in God's image and what are you going to do with it? And if so, therefore, if I'm not ready for marriage, it makes no sense whatsoever right. to toy with emotions, right. with romance, those deep feelings, the, the, the bonding, it m- makes no sense. So anyway, we came to Sonia's last semester before graduation. Mm. Probably this was about five to six weeks before graduation in the spring of 1987. Now, I say it that way because I still was one semester behind. Oh, okay. So I would go home for that summer, and I would return uh, for the fall to, to, to before I graduated. And most 
most all my friends at that time were all in Sonia's class going to be graduating. That was a very rough semester, even with some of my close guy friends mm. and people freaking out about life and all of that. So after this was going on for a long time, I'm not saying anything. We were sitting in what is called the Institute Building, the main place where you can you can get about 2,000 people in this okay. building where we would have classes and corporate worship. And so after class one day, the whole campus goes to class together, not in the same classrooms, but then from 11 to noon where one of those preachers from around the world would come and preach to you seven times a week. Right, right, right. Once that's over, everyone rushes off the lunch okay. at 12 noon, it's out. And we sat there, and we're sitting alone in this massive room that can fit 2,000 people. There are only two people in there still sitting, and we were talking for a while. Nice. And I can tell she's getting more and more nervous. <laughs> and then she, she asked me a question. Oh, oh. Now, let me see if I can remember it. <laughs> Gosh, what did she ask me? How did I, how do I usually say this? Oh, she asked me. Oh, yeah, that's it. Got it, got it. Thank you. Okay, look, uh, anyone listening to this, I'm going to be 60 years old this year. And this is, okay, so you got to just more and more put up with. Right, right, the, she, the gaps. Yes, yes, just be patient. She asked me. If I had feelings for her. Wow. Yeah. So she and made the first move there, huh? Well, and so remember, I, I came to a place where, you know, you ask me a question, I'll, I'll answer you as honestly, or just say, right. you know, none of your business, not going to answer you. Yeah. But this was her business. And I said to her, yes, actually, I, th I think... I'm falling in love with you. Wow. I mean, feeling-wise. But I don't plan on doing anything about it. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm, I'm sure that's exactly what she wanted to hear. No, it sounds... And, and, and look... <laughs> it, it was, that would be make a great movie for like a cliffhanger, though. You know, sometimes in order to prevent more deaths more yeah. than a million deaths you might need to drop an atomic bomb and end the war against japan yeah it's true and there's the only choices you got yeah and so for me to have just ignored where i was it wasn't it, it, i am not at all ready to pursue a courting dating relationship right, right. which means that means there's a good possibility we i might ask her to marry me the engagement process not that not that you have to be there but right. it's like if the door, if you're not going that way, then this is as a Christian young man, this would be nuts. And and for her as a Christian young woman, it would be n not right for her. Right. No. No. Of course. So that's where that's where uh, I was. So those last, I mean, those last four or five weeks for graduation were were hard. We had many other conversations, and I mean, I vacillated. I mean, everything within me wanted to grab this girl and kiss her. Right. Okay. How did she react when you told her that? Like, what was her, do you remember her reaction? Like, was it shock, or was it, like, understanding, or, I don't know, you know, like... I can't remember. You don't remember? I mean, at the moment, on uh, sitting that day, but no, it was hard. It was hard for her to understand yeah. it. I uh, bet, you know, that she just, you told her something huge, right? right. I, I'm falling in love with you, but... 
there's a thing that holding you back right at the moment. So it's the, yeah, that that very complicated. Yeah, yes, I it, see. It's a it's a big. I th- both of us knew. It, mm. You know that thing where you think you know, but you're not positive unless yeah. you verbalize it. But we both knew this underlining tension had been going on for a while. Yeah. And so, but when you verbalize it, you've opened another can of worms. Right. Yeah. You know, just in any relationship, just as much as if you take a next step and hold her hand, you've yep. you you've opened. You just went to another door. Yep. Okay. Agreed. So yeah, I mean, yeah. So uh, we we had never officially ever dated like 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 a boyfriend and girlfriend or gone out just alone on a date. We we've never did, and we still didn't do that. We would have alone talks there on campus. Okay. We would do that, and it was really hard to last four or five weeks, but. Uh, you're gonna to have to ask me more questions at this point, but I mean that was it. Yeah. She oh she graduated. She went to South Africa, Zimbabwe, and all that on a missions trip. I went home to California for three months because I already did my summer, and I had to come back, and so I did come back. Oh wow. Uh, uh for my last semester, right. and uh, and she was from Texas, uh, lived about almost three hours away where she was uh, moved from when she graduated high school and came to Christ for the Nations in Dallas. Uh, she decided not to move back home, but to get a job, and and uh, we always had alumni housing, and so she she got a room on campus, and lived in alumni housing, and got a job at a law firm, where you know she first started just as a receptionist, but eventually she she uh, they trained her as a legal secretary, and that became her profession for a number of years as a legal. Secretary. So I come back and she's on campus, and it was really hard because I needed, I could not, it was hard. The thing about me with this, it was, I could not just, let's just be friends. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I, gotta get, yeah. I, ne- I never held her hand, I never yeah. kissed her. But look, all that emotional thing is there. It was there. Yeah. And it was just, and, and it was powerful, strong. And I thought, if I'm not going to pursue that, I, ju- I just was not strong enough. I'm too immature to de- even, okay, to even be your friend. Your friend, so gotcha. so I, I you know, there'd be times where she might show up before she went to work to corporate worship on campus while I'm still in school. We would just sing to the Lord for forty five minutes every every morning, five days a week, and and she'd say hi, say hi, but I, I would be nice as I could, and you know, not be, but but and then I, I've got to go, I got to go. I just couldn't like hang with her. Mm. I just so that that's what I was going through, and, it, and somehow I bore through that entire. Uh, semester and did that so uh and i came home okay and i'm home uh my my little sister just i say little because she's six years younger uh she would my last semester was her first semester at christ for nations she became a christian just recently before that and and she she had i've introduced her to sonia and then they actually became friends after i left Mm. and would go to church together so for the next uh i think my sister had a year and a half so for the next year and a half they were kind of like friends they're about the same age and uh i'm home and i'm pursuing my bachelor's degree and it literally it took emotionally it took me a long time Mm. and i so i to to get her out of my system in in the sense of uh, emotional tie and like yeah so and what and so I, I eventually finally did after about a I think about a year, a little bit over a year, and my little sister Teresa was gonna graduate Christ for the Nation. I was gonna go back for that. My parents were gonna go back for that. And uh so I finished school, took a final exam. I remember and a buddy of mine dropped me off at the 
the Greyhound bus. The only time I ever took one. Oh, no, it's a second time. <laughs> oh, that was one long trip. Because I was going to drive my sister's car home because she was going on a missions trip to China right after graduation. Mm-hmm. So I get to Dallas. And the thing I thought... Oh, I was so happy I was going to go back there and get to see Sonia. Because now, emotionally, she was like out of my system emotionally like that. And I saw her more like my sister, mm. like like my blood sister, Teresa. Gotcha. And I thought, man, okay, I know that must have been hard because I was pretty like, just cut this thing off and that's just about it. Mm. And I just, I can, I can actually talk to her without these emotional ties and tell her I'm sorry about that and and how that may cause pain and just you know let's see we go on with life so and i go back that's what looking forward to and a lot of my friends came back i had friends that fly in i had another one of my roommates close friend was getting married we went to the wedding out there all this happened that same week my parents are there we're eating out all the time and this big huge group of people and when sonia's off work she'd be part of that Mm. and it came to the the uh the le- so you got to wait. This is this is. I think this is two years after the story I just told about. Okay. I think I'm falling in love with you. Okay. But I don't plan on doing anything okay. about it. Yeah, it is two years. Eighty nine. And so there's everyone went home. My friends went home. People going on missions trips, got on airplanes and left. And I had one more night for I was to drive back to California in my sister's car, and I was staying at my friend Marco Franklin's alumni housing an English guy who was remaining in uh, the States for a while. And there was, I had, there was two people left, Karen, uh, 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 a friend uh, who was in town from Ohio, and Sonia, who was working all day. And we decided we got one more night, so Karen and I will fix dinner, and you'll come over after work, and we'll, the three of us will sit and have spaghetti dinner and all that. And we did, and it was a great time. But what happened that night was we talked to probably two or three in the morning. We're up and car in there, but mainly I was talking to Sonia and it was like, wow, she grew up in the last two years a little bit. Mm. And I knew I was growing up in the last two years. And I thought, man, huh. Hmm. Huh. That was really nice. And so yeah, let's kind of stay in touch. And so that's kind of what happened with that. And I, I, when I got home, I remember being like a month or two later on vacation with the, with my family. Oh yeah, let me. You know what? I'll get a postcard and just write it because you only got so much room to write on right, a postcard. Yeah, yeah. Do young people know what a postcard? I is? I do, but I'm not <laughs> young anymore. <laughs> so maybe Peter, are so, you young enough? And so I communicated that way with her, and then and then and then what happened? Because she and my sister were were were, were pretty good friends. Uh, I would on the weekend always like any single young man. If your parents are close and mom is close, just you know, take your dirty clothes after the week, and then on the weekend you no. take them to mom's house and yeah, she wash. No, it. no, no, no. Okay, I put them in the washing machine go. and she put in the dryer. Yeah, but I think I used their soap. So. <laughs> yeah, well, right. you halfway there. So and, and go out to and, and then we would go out to dinner, mom, dad, uh, mm-hmm. usually my sister, and so many times on a Sunday evening. Uh, the phone to ring. These are real phones where there's no message. There's this was 1980, shoot 89, and then into 90. That you know, there's no answering machine at the time. When, anyway, you pick up the phone and Sonia's calling Teresa. Mm. So the first time it happens, oh yeah, I didn't tell Teresa until like an hour, hour and a half later. So because we just continue our conversations, it's like where we <laughs> where we began, we were friends. Mm-hmm. Then the feelings came about, and it kind of just started to destroy that. Yeah. And then you heard the story there. Yeah. 
And now she got the feelings got out of me, and we became friends again. Got it. And we can just talk as, and we're a little bit more old, older. Right. More there's a mature, big difference between eighteen and tw- there's oh, a, yeah. there can be a huge difference between oh, yeah. eighteen and twenty years old. Mm-hmm. And for someone like me who was yeah. so immature, twenty four to twenty six. Yeah. So. Uh, we just have nice conversations about life and find out about each other's life. And then so that would happen once and then a month and a half later. So it happened twice and then again. And Teresa start to get kind of like mad because yeah. I take all her time. <laughs> so so th- that's what happened there. And then b- by Christmas, January, February, because that was through the fall of 89. It was not only those, I was like, I'm liking this person, not just infatuation, but the conversations the maturity and 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 particularly her love for Jesus. I'm liking this person yeah. for who she is a whole lot more. And now mm. starting to creep back in. Joe, she's a really good catch. Yeah. Are you nuts? <laughs> what you do? I know, but I wasn't ready then. But man. Let's just see how this goes. And then another phone call, talk. And I'm falling in love with her. So I remember my sister. Let me just say this. Before the graduation, many, many, many months before now, when I was back there, Sonia had already planned a year in advance when she takes her vacation Teresa invited her to come to California. She's never been to California, mm-hmm. Texas girl. And, you know, and, you know stay with her at my yeah. parents' house there in El Segundo. And so that was already planned. And I remember it was close to Easter. So we're in early spring. And my sister, co- and she says to me, so can I ask you, because uh, all these conversations with Sonia, et cetera, and we never talked about being Sonia and I like that, never got romantic, and it was just friends. She says, so she's coming out here, you know, how do you feel about her? And I just, I saw, okay, do I tell her or just right. say none of your business? So I told her, and I, just, I repeated our entire history to my sister, and this is it, and, and everything I, that you just heard me say here, but actually a lot more. I'm trying to make this as short as possible, right, right. believe it or not. <laughs> And I said, yeah, I think I'm actually falling in love with her. I'm looking forward to her actually coming out. Uh, Because I was in a place where if she would ask me that question, I wouldn't have necessarily waited for her to ask me that question, but just picture it now. Mm -hmm. Do you have feelings for me? Yes, and I do plan on doing something about it. Right. And that's where I was. Okay, so then about two weeks later, something like that. My sister just, all the blood rushed out of her face and said, can I talk to you? Because she got a a letter in the mail. They used to have these things where there were human beings, a man or a woman would deliver paper to your house and someone would write with a pen pen on it, actually in in cursive. Oh, that's right. And it was folded, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) And a good friend of mine named Marion, all of a sudden she's like, she tells Teresa... Marion's like trying to court her, and they kind of then kind of then started to court, you know, at the church. And Marion's a really good guy, mm-hmm. missionary kid. And uh, and so I mean, when she told me that, I was like, oh gosh, no. And I just now I got to bear through her coming out here and shut my mouth and whatever, because I'm just you right. know, uh, uh, look, if that's what you want to do, it's what you want to do. And right, 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 right. Yeah, that's yeah, just anyway. So. 
So that was a, really a bummer. So I'm trying to make this short, Alex, so I don't know what to say. No, other no, than keep going. She came out, and she was here for a week. And, and uh, uh, I think to her, I was pretty off-putting because I just didn't, you know, just trying to bear through it when it was time to do barbecue at the folks' house or if we would go somewhere. And then, okay, uh, you know, I would do that, but I wasn't trying to show my feelings toward her. Right, you didn't want to step on so your I can be Yeah, so, deal. you know, in dysfunction, I can probably be a little gruff. Nah, I never seen that guy. <laughs> By the last day, when we we when I say we, tr- my, my sister and her boyfriend, who was to become her uh, fiance and, and and husband, but not yet, and she and I and and Sonia, we drove up north over a hundred miles up the Santa Barbara area. And then again, my, my sister and her boyfriend were in some kind of an argument while we're walking there in Santa Barbara on the jetties where all the boats are. And so, oh, wow, they're into something. So Sonia and I keep walking. And the longer we walked, the more uncomfortable it got. We had a really good day to, that day. I think the day before we had a pretty good day. And then we had a, and we never talked about Marion or we didn't, we didn't mm-hmm. discuss it. And we, but it got more and more com- uncomfortable because I could feel her freaking out. Mm. And that caused me to freak out. And I just wasn't going to bring it up. I, I don't know. People can judge me however they want. Right. I, mean, I didn't see this. Different. I didn't yeah. see it as a competition. Yeah. Uh, so, it, uh, mm. so it got so bad. By the, we got. I remember these rocks that we went to, and all of a sudden she it was, she was so nervous. I could tell. I just let's. I just couldn't take it. Let's let's walk back and let's. I just let's go. Yeah. I just didn't want to sit there, and, and it was just so nerving. But so then this is funny. Yeah. Yeah. She did again. So this is what happens. So we get back to my sister and 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 and, and uh, Don, you know, in their little intense, seemed like uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> when they were Sonia, then broke the ice again, mm. and she said she wanted to know, right? Do I have feelings for her? So I probably spent the next hour and 15 minutes <laughs> saying yes saying yes <laughs> and going back through our entire everything i did but much longer than i'm actually doing it right now yeah and that's and, and everything about how i was you know the whole when you when it was like you were like courting marion and uh i mean he's a good guy he's a friend of mine and that's the, uh, it's like you know it's hard i was just very open with it. yeah i'll tell yeah. you exactly where mostly where them since you're asking then i'll then i'll then i'll do it and then she shared what she shared and then that was about that, and I just said, well, you're going to have one heck of a time when you fly home tomorrow, deciding what's happening with life. So where do you want to go from here? Did I answer the question? Yes, because I asked you how and when, when and where did you meet Sonia? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, um, you can cut it, cut it. All right, so the last, you know. All right, so she goes home. You had this t- conversation. You finally said yes, and then you gave her a, an hour and fifteen minute yes, and uh, explained. And to she her. gave me an hour. There you go. Uh, an hour, like Sweet. I'm very confused now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Feelings wise. Oh. Right, yes. and then you were like, "So Uh-oh. good luck, good Uh-oh. luck going back home and trying to figure this all out." <laughs> okay, so you want that story too? Well, I want to know from there to. Hey, we're getting married because I want to. I want to know that. I want to know your story, Pastor. You know how long it took me to get to seminary. Remember that? I do remember that. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, so 
I had I was went once she goes back home within about two weeks. I think it was about two weeks from there, if not two and a half or whatever it was. I was already scheduled to go back to Dallas. Because my church, the first church I was a part of, Jubilee Fellowship, a bunch of people on at that church were going to this musical worship charismatic conference in Dallas. And I already had bummed a ride. Not to go to that, but there, there are people that I love and, and, and uh, that live in Dallas. Uh, not just from CFNI, but but even uh, Nedra and Terry Klein. This is a woman who is very like a mother to me and a real blessing in my life during my early 20s. And they moved into the Dallas area, and I had a place to stay, and I could see friends on, you know, alumni that are there around on campus and stuff. And so I had a ride out. And so I was already scheduled to go out. Mm-hmm. So I do go out. And then, of course, Sonia now is the, you know, main one. I'm going out for, but I was already planned to go out. So uh, she told Marion, and she's confused. It was a, I don't know. I don't know what I, I look. If when I'm telling this around a dinner table, we and people are happy to continue to hear. And my wife is here, and then she'll chime in, and then it's yeah. you know we might go hours. But to, uh, how do I make a long story short? I was thrilled to pursue this relationship marriage was not shut but if you're going to ask me are you going to marry me i don't i'm not there yet right i'm i'm, I'm good enough right now to say that's I'm who i am you i mean you know right how now. joe is right yeah. that's i mean the same guy who talked about you yeah. know you know if you said hey we have a we have a pastorate for you back when i was like mm-hmm. i was 32 years old i got out of seminary would i take it no right because I don't know what that, I'm not there. I don't know what that would mean for right. me. That's just kind of, so a lot of that's my personality, the way I'm made. Mm-hmm. And so I take one step at a time. So, But there were there some hard moments because of that during that week, and then we ended on uh, good moments. And actually, just so you Marion, and I remember Marion called me, and he lived in Dallas at the time, too, of course. And so he and I actually got together, and we went to a diner and sat and talked for about three hours, and we talked about the Sonya issue and, and the whole works. And yeah. so anyway, so it was a, it was a trying week, right. uh, uh, but that's, that was really nice how Christian young men ought to deal with such a thing. That's good, yeah. And uh, so uh, where am I now? So I go home, and we decide, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll pursue this long-distance relationship, which was a real blessing. Actually, yeah, same here. Uh, so at this point, we still just we ha- I had never held her hand, much less ever kissed her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we would talk. We started maybe for the first month, just every two weeks on Sunday. See, it cost a lot of money to call back then. People don't I remember. Know this. Yeah, there was no free. Yeah, long you're talking yeah. long what? distance, and you do it for four, five, six, or seven, or eight hours. Right, right. I mean, it can cost you eighty, ninety bucks just for a call. Oh, no. Wow, no way. Yeah, that, yeah, I forgot about that. That's true. So we would do, and then we said, oh, that's not okay, for once a week. So then once a week on Sunday, we would call. Sometimes literally we'd have to stop calling because she had to actually get dressed and go to work. She never went to sleep. Gotcha. So then we talk about life, and yeah. you, have to have, you have to talk about something. you got to talk about Jesus. you got to talk about what's important to you. you got to talk mm-hmm. about family. you got to talk right. about friends, your perspective on this, that, or the other. Talk about sports and Notre Dame football. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, that's what we did through that fall. I'm still in college. I am now a senior. I'm starting my senior year, my last year. It's the fall. We do that all through the fall. And during the semester break, which was the end of January for me, I then 
have my plane ticket to fly out to Dallas. And then we would get in her car and drive to Missouri to her parents' house where they lived at the time in Joplin, Missouri. And we did that. And we drove and I met her parents for the... Well, I actually met her dad years earlier when we were just friends. And, mm-hmm. and But met her parents. We different, stayed there for... Different meeting this Yes, a couple days. And uh, that was that. And, and oh, and I have told her by this time that, that I love her. Mm. I, I am in love with you, and I do love you, and let's... You know, let's and she vice versa, and let's uh, keep this going forward. And now, and so we did throughout that spring. And I'm graduating from college. She came out for graduation. But before that, we had to decide what are we going to do now? We can't be long distance forever. Mm -hmm. And so we decided on her moving to California. I was going straight into seminary here in Pasadena, California. Besides that, this is California. Yeah, and the weather, and that's Texas. Yeah, the weather and Pretty much everything else. Yeah, the weather. Other than the people. Weather. Pretty much every, It's not just weather. I know, Alex, I know you don't know this, but right there over there, the there yes, there's I this know. massive thing <laughs> called the Pacific Ocean. Have you seen it? I've been there once or twice, Gosh, I think. Unbelievable. <laughs> You've crossed it before. <laughs> Bunch of times. <laughs> uh and so uh, about a month and a half after that, my sister and my sister's fiance and I, we flew out and we drove my wife's car home and my car that I had her buy for me for $750 because my other car blew up. Got and it. so bought it off Jimmy, the security guard at CFNI. $750 thing lasted me another 10 years. It's amazing. Oh, Praise yeah. the Lord. Amazing. It's awesome. Yeah. So, Toyota. and we drove these back in and she moved in with my sister, which was moving in with my mom and my dad. And of course I didn't live there. I lived yeah. a few miles away. And so, and then found a job, she found a job within the first week at a law firm, Roxborough and Associates and legal secretary there. And she was one of the greatest legal secretaries ever. Of course it destroyed, you know, all of her neck and muscle and the headaches and all that, because you're basically, oh, and, and right. a woman used to type 130 words gotcha. a minute yeah, yeah. and you're wow. doing that while the dictation's going in your ear the whole time. And oh with yeah, recording. that's right. Yeah. For the so, records, yeah. Uh, so she moves out here and, uh, so actually she moved out here, um, uh, a year and two and a half, and I remember next three years I'm in seminary, but a year and two months later, I, on December 19th, 1992, after eating at the Charthouse Steak Restaurant in Malibu, sitting in the car, I finally had bought and had got enough money as a poor, very starving student to buy her an engagement ring and I asked her to marry me. And she said, we'll see. Really? No. I was going to say, man, she, I, thought, <laughs> I was like, she did it to you this time. She's like, payback. payback. <laughs> <laughs> so we were engaged to be married uh, in that December 19th, 92. And uh, we tied the knot on July 24th. 1993. Nice. So this, what is it right right now when we're recording this? It's June 1st, isn't it? It's June 1st. Today, June 1st. Yeah. So yeah. next month, July 24th, will be our 28th wedding anniversary. Wow. Thank you so much for listening to The Way of Godly Men. We really appreciate it, and we hope that you were blessed by the conversation. If you have any questions or you have any comments, you could just email us at thewayofgodlymen.podcast at gmail.com. Thank you and God bless.